0: Good morning everybody. I feel like a comedian getting ready to do his shtick. Okay, so like Tim talked about, um, we're going to have just a conversation about finances. Uh, It is important, uh, not only for our church, but in your own lives as well, right? You manage your own household. So um, the last time that I was up here was last April, and we kind of gave you a State of the Union then, and gave you a rundown of where we were at, what we needed every month just to break even. So I wanted to um, recap that a little bit. So back in April, we uh, we let you guys know that just to break even every month, we need about $13,500. Uh, that doesn't do anything but help us keep the lights on. So it doesn't allow us to move forward with our ministry work. It doesn't uh, allow us to move forward with maybe bringing on more staff uh, that we could use to to help Uh, minister to to all of you in our community more So it was really just a tread water number So I wanted to uh, talk about where we are at now So before we get into the numbers of it, I want to celebrate a couple of things Uh, We should we should celebrate the victories that we've had So the first part is some some step forwards There we go Um, First of all, we're two years in as a church And we're already supporting homegrown missionaries. So that's an amazing thing. So give yourself a round of applause. Give PBC a round of applause. We're supporting um, uh, the Wagners. There they are. They are in Honduras now. They've been there for about a year? Six months. Okay. Not a year. All right. Uh, So that's an amazing story that we've been able to come alongside them and help them spread the gospel in, in some really uh, some needy places. Um, we have been able to, we have two volunteers, um, BJ, who is our worship leader, which you guys see every Sunday, he does an amazing job for us, uh, and then also um, Sarah, our uh, kids director. Uh, those two people dedicate so much of their time every week to making Sunday happen, Um, Our kids program out in the back over there is blowing up, so uh, she does a great job of keeping that together and coordinating all of that, and BJ spends a lot of his time as well each week away from his family um, just practicing and making this happen. So we wanted to honor them in a small way, so we have been able to uh, provide them with small stipends every month just to kind of say thank you and kind of help take some of the, the pressure off of them. So that's a great thing for us to be able to do. Um, We also just partnered with a church in Portland called Redeemer. Uh, They have agreed to help support us every month. That's a picture of Redeemer Church in Portland, Oregon. Uh, They're going to be supporting us every month, $1,000 a month, all through 2017. So that's a great win for us as well. Outside support is really helpful for us. Um, And in the last three months, we have actually had four new donors come on board here internally, so we want to celebrate that. Thank you guys for doing that uh, and coming alongside Phoenix Bibles. Can we give all of that a round of applause? Okay, so that was the sugar, now the sulfur, right? (laughs) So, um, So those are our steps forward. Now, we need to talk a little bit about how we've sort of regressed even since April. So I want to talk about some of our steps back. Uh, in April, we had asked uh, not only to, to be able to meet the 13500 a month that we needed, uh, but we'd asked if we could increase that to 16300 a month, which would allow us to bring on some staff and do some other things from a ministry perspective. And we asked all of you if you could commit to that. Um, and I wanted to give you an update on where we're at. So if you look... Um, at the slide that's coming up, uh, since April, <clears throat> our giving has actually gone down about 25 percent. So we needed 13,500 to break even. As of October, our average giving now is about 10,000 a month. So we're trending in the wrong direction. Now we have outside support, um, which is always wise, um, with especially with a startup. Uh, in a church of our size, where we're just trying to get momentum and get our legs under us, um, and we we uh, we've since we planted, we partnered with an organization called Converge International, and they have allowed us plant money and seed money over the last two years. Well, that money is now ended. So we we've done a really good job over the last two years of being um, frugal, but not to the point where it paralyzes the ministry. Um, and we have some savings and we have some reserves. So we're in a good shape. There's no panic in, our, in, in this message right now. But we're looking long-term down the road. And operating on a negative $3,500 a month budget, um, we're going to start tapping into those reserves pretty quickly. Uh, and you know, a couple years from now, this conversation might be different if we can't turn the ship around. So right now we're averaging about $10,000 a month. Okay. Um, And like I said, about 25% reduction in giving. Um, We have, on average, about 28 people in this room uh, that give on a regular basis. So thank you guys so much for that. Uh, But there are a lot more than 28 people in this congregation, even just today. Um, So imagine what we could do if... Maybe 10 more people started to give. Or, or if you're not giving, you gave some. Or if you are giving, you gave a little bit more. Uh, whatever that looks like for you, but we really are in a place where we need to start looking at our finances uh, really closely. Uh, so um, there's, you see the numbers for August, September, and October. Uh, August was really light. we were starting to bump up a little bit in September and the same thing in October. But if you average all of that out, uh, we're looking at about ten thousand a month. so um, what are we doing to address that? So we've started to trim some of our expenses and what that looks like for us is we're doing things that um, they're just basic budget finance um, management tools. so we're we're cutting out some expenses like our starting point lunches. Uh, starting point is um, the first step for for new visitors, new people to Phoenix Bible, we used to host a lunch. Uh, we we're, we're cutting out that expense, so now we're just sort of having a uh, a meeting. Uh, and we would like to be able to do those things. Um, we uh, we have decided that we're going to stop renting facilities um, for outreach and events that we normally would. Um, seminars like. Uh, Phoenix Bible University, those things cost us a little extra money. Even if we hold it here, um, anything beyond the normal service times uh, is an extra expense to Arizona Prep, uh, Arizona State Prep. And also we pay people to come in and and speak and lead those. So those sorts of things we have uh, decided to cut back on. Uh, We're also cutting back on things that help to equip all of you, help to equip and train and develop our leaders uh, like training and, and manuals, uh, guest speakers to come in and help do those things. Uh, and we've also cut back on our child care. Uh, we had nannies that would come in and help with the younger children. Um, a good part of that is we've got people to volunteer to help us with that. But on events that are beyond, again, Sundays, um, we have to pay people to come in and do that, and we've had to trim back on that. And we're going to be looking at other things as well, uh, looking at areas where we can trim some more expenses uh, so um, we're not finished with that, but we're just trying to get us to a place where we're fiscally responsible and accountable to all of you, but at the same time, uh, looking forward long-term. Um, so what's next? Um, we're going to ask you guys if you could take a step with us. Um For the rest of the year, we averaged it out. We need about $15,800 for the rest of this year, and we're already halfway into November. And that's just to break even for the year. Uh, I know it's a stretch, but I also know that it's the end of the year. Um, A lot of people, that's their big giving season. So we're going to ask you guys if you could come alongside us. We're going to invite you to join us. If you call Phoenix Bible your home, we really could use your help. We want to make sure that Phoenix Bible Church is sustainable for the long run and not just a two-year, three-year thing. So if you call this your home, I pray, I ask that you would go home, pray, talk to your spouse, talk to your significant other, whatever that is, and really think about how you can help us. Not only with your attendance and your giving and your serving, which we do an amazing job of, but financially we need that rubber to meet the road as well. So I'm going to ask that you would pray through that and we invite you to do that. Um, There are a couple of ways that you can give here. Maybe you're not aware of that. You can mail in a check to the address up on the street, or up on the street, up on the screen, Um, the uh, 24 West Camelback road address. You can mail your checks in there. Uh, you can give online at phoenixbiblechurch.com slash giving. Really easy. Uh, and another way that you can give is through our Community Church Builder. How many of you guys are familiar with Community Church Builder? Three. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're in a CG, uh, we can talk through some of those things. But on our Community Church Builder, it's the easiest way to give. You can set it up so that you do recurring donations so you don't even have to think about it. I know from my, my wife and I, uh, this was a really big help for us because our, our schedules get like kind of crazy. And if we can't come on one Sunday and we forget to bring a check that impacts the church. So we just set it up to automatically come out so we don't have to think about that. So I'd encourage you to think about that option as well. And we've got a quick video to show you that shows you how to do that. So if you guys could go ahead and roll that, take a look at the screen. And thank you guys so very much for your love and support of Phoenix Bible Church. And uh, we hope that you'll come alongside us and help to make this the best church that it could possibly be.
1: us thank Scott. That's a tough job. Can we thank him for doing all that for us? And I do want to thank you as your pastor. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for coming alongside this church. Uh, we're two years into a new church. I don't know if you know this, but, but a lot of churches don't make it two years. Uh, sometimes churches start up and it doesn't, it doesn't survive, but we have, we exist, and we want to talk about doing more than existing for us, but impacting the world Around us, and so that's, that's why we just had that discussion. So we ask that you continue to pray about that because listen, we have a huge opportunity before us as a church, and I'm not talking about money or the budget, I'm talking about uh, the opportunity that we have as a new church to shine light into a dark place, the opportunity that we have to take broken hearts and, and see them made whole in Jesus, the opportunity that we have to equip people in the midst of their sin, sickness, and strife, to equip them to love Jesus, live like Jesus, and lead others to Jesus, to to have the opportunity for all of us in this room, those that even aren't here today that, that might join us, that they have the opportunity, that we have the opportunity collectively to not just watch from the sidelines as other people do ministry and experience God's mission, that we have the opportunity to partner together. To not just consume, but to connect and to contribute in the body of Christ to raise up a new church in the heart of our city. That is the opportunity before us. That's what we're participating in. And listen, we've seen some of that. Just briefly, uh, this summer we saw five new families not just attend, but connect with our church in groups and serving. Some of you are newer since the fall, and you're beginning that process. Uh, Scott mentioned our kids ministry is busting up the seams. Uh, I just met with Sarah. They just started a new class. They're making little disciples of Jesus. If you don't know, we don't do babysitting. Uh, We make little disciples of Jesus. We're seeing that happen. We sent out our first missionaries. I get to talk to Chris Wagner and hear updates from those guys. In Honduras, you guys are extending your reach into another country, and you may not have even realized that. We have eight groups of people gathering in homes every week to study God's word and live it out in community. And some are meeting outside of those normal rhythms to go deeper. And some of them have never done that before with the Bible. And then this year, just this year, We've seen six people declare their faith in Jesus through baptism. So listen, some of this opportunity is coming to fruition, but we've said it before. I've said it before. is We don't want to just see the mom or the dad in the baptism tank over here. That's not the goal. The goal is that in the next five years, the next ten years, we would see the kid. We would see the kid celebrating salvation and Jesus being restored to God because we're walking out in faith as a church church community. And so uh, let me be clear, as we talk about money, money is not the goal, but it is a a tool. It's a tool that that fuels the mission, and it teaches us about stewardship and generosity along the way. And so this this is the ask, is that you would get in on this opportunity. We're two years in. We have so much before us as a church, so much God could do that's more than what we've experienced to this point. And I would ask that you get in on that. A simple way to say it, and we've painted this picture before, but if you think of a, of a spectrum of giving, if you have not giving over here, occasional giving, percentage giving, all the way to generous giving, is that wherever you are along that spectrum this morning, that you would take one step. That you would take one step. Even if you're a percentage giver, you would see how can we be more generous? If you're not giving, you would take that one step. For me and my family, here's what this looks like. We give 10% off our gross. And, and it's not always easy. Uh, my wife and I got together. We prayed through that. And we just decided, hey, this is God's money, not ours. We get to keep 90% of it, right? We need to reframe that discussion. We get to keep 90% of it. We make it automatic. We don't even consider it as a decision. Like, should we give or should we do this? Go on, make it, Like, no, it's just, it's going to happen. That's what we've decided to do. I would ask you to take a similar step of faith. And I'm going to pray uh, just before we get into parenting in Ephesians uh, for you, for us, towards that end, that we would all be working together towards that. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for this church. I thank you that you provide, that you make provision, ultimately through your son, Jesus, and that you talk about money. Jesus talked about money so often because it reflects our heart. And so, God, if there's any uncomfortableness in this room or just, of course, the church just wants our money, God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, you would squash those thoughts, that we want to see... A church, a mission of making disciples of Jesus, of helping people love and live and lead like Jesus. We want to see that happen, and we pray that we would get behind that uh, with our resources. And so God, help us to do that. I pray that you would stir our hearts now to do that so that we might see that picture of of not just the single mom getting baptized, which has happened in our church, but her daughter, her son being baptized in the next five years. To 10 years. God, that is our prayer, that we would have a church that makes much of Jesus for years to come. And so I pray that you would help us. God, I pray that you would soften our hearts now as we talk about something like parenting, and that you would mold us and shape us during this time. It's in your name we pray. Amen.